0: to episode 5 of The Wrestling Show. Today's special guest is a true pioneer in the international wrestling circuit. All the way from Finland, she revolutionized professional wrestling in the country and she continues to break down barriers and enchant fans all across the globe with her personality, her in-ring skills and her witchcraft. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to present to you Regina All right, Regina, thank you so much for
1: joining us today. We are very, very excited to have you on the show. So, uh, Regina Roosendel, is that correct? Did I I pronounce it
2: correctly? It's pronounced Roosendal, but yeah, close enough.
1: Rosendal. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure that a lot of people mispronounce it. Does it ever happen that you're making your entrance and somebody, you know, says it incorrectly and you just pissed about it?
2: I mean, all the time. Least... They can pronounce it correctly in, in Finland and in Sweden, and that's about it.
1: <laughs> okay, Do you yeah. get pissed about it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, your nickname is also the Icy Queen of Wrestling. Can you tell me something yeah. about why Icy? Does it have something to do with the Finland weather?
2: Well, yeah, basically because it's always cold here. So <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I'm I'm just so icy in so many levels that it kind of fit me. So, so yeah, it, that's fine.
1: You have a very cool personality. Is that what you're trying to say? yeah. <laughs> sure <laughs> right. that's very cool so you're from finland and
2: you know when yeah. people
1: think of finland they think of a lot of things they think of harness racing they think of ice hockey santa claus but a very yeah. few people think of something like wrestling you know it's like not yeah. a lot of people think about it so can you tell us something about the wrestling industry in your country
2: well we've had professional wrestling here for about fifty years now, okay. Um, and we, I, I think we're just about to have like fifty wrestlers, like active wrestlers in mm-hmm. Finland, and okay. that's the maximum amount that has ever been active <laughs> in Finland. So um, we're actually doing pretty good now. Yeah, there's two promotions in Finland actually.
1: That's very interesting. And what is the general perception of the people when it comes to wrestling?
2: It's it's getting better, um, but <laughs> better. <it's>, it, the, <laughs> the wrestling um, culture is just very hard for Finnish people to understand because it's so unfinished thing to do. Because Finnish people are very humble and quiet, right? right. And so, so when you kind of bring this kind of like super American product in their face, it's yeah. like Um, Yeah, there there was some resistance at first, but then we kind of had to find the way to um, make it more approachable, I guess.
1: That is very cool. I mean, so the number of wrestlers in your country are like, you know, number of wrestlers in the promotion in America. It's very interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, is it true that in Finland, uh, wrestling is like a once in a month kind of an affair?
2: Yeah, about so, yeah um i I'm, i work in fcf wrestling so we have um shows once a month approximately as sometimes during summer we can work um a bit more cuz we can do like festivals and such right um but yeah once a month that's that's basically how we do it
1: and do you have storylines or is it just like in ring action
2: yeah you yeah storylines i think that's the most important part in wrestling and i think that's the most important Part of getting your audience absolutely. to come back, yes. So yeah, we absolutely do storylines, and at least for the past couple of years, we have really concentrated on on the characters and and on, on the storylines.
1: That's very interesting. Uh, you know, like to keep fans engaged is a very challenging task, and if you have shows once in a month, then it probably means that your fan base is very dedicated, that they you know stay tuned in month long, you know. Uh, so how do you keep the fans engaged and keep them updated with the storyline? How does that happen?
2: Well, of course, we try to use social media as a tool and um, we upload uh, lots of videos on YouTube and Facebook and stuff. But we can never rely on just the social media. So we can't have any like um, actual like twists or turns to a storyline. Mm. There, they're 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 gonna have to happen live, but I think a month is quite a long time. But people still remember what happened on the last show, and we always do like a recap video of um last time on FCF Wrestling. So before every show, so I think that's the key how people remember. And also, if we have new people, like we have on every show, there's someone who hasn't been there before, so they can see like. Okay, a, a little bit of what has happened.
1: It sounds very interesting. So you have been yeah. wrestling for you know about two, five years, and in such a yeah. short period, you have really created a buzz, and you have made a difference in the Finnish uh, wrestling scene. And you're mm-hmm. quite upper, if you talk about social media. People know you, not just in Finland, but you know, across the world. And in the yeah. wrestling community, you are considered a top dog you know, of a small women's division. Would you agree with that statement?
2: Um, yes. Uh, yes, I am the do- top dog of the, I think not not just the Finnish female wrestling, but in the Finnish wrestling Yes, um, as a whole. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think that you would, uh, you know, prosper more if there were like better competition?
2: We are getting good competition here. And I think, um, um traveling also helps because then you get to work with different kind of people and train with different different kind of people um but i wouldn't say i think there are still people who in finland who some would say are technically better than me so there's still <laughs> something i can work on so um yeah i mean the, it was sad when i when i started we really didn't have a women's division so that that's something i kind of had to build um myself kind of so um but now we're we're on whole like we're intergendered our whole product is intergender so we don't have a women's division and a a men's division
1: it's interesting you brought up intergender because I was just going to ask you that I have heard that you actually fought to make intergender wrestling a thing in Finland can you tell me something about that
2: yeah well um uh, it actually started when there was only two women in in Finland. Um, there, there's a lo- there was a lot of shenanigans going on, <laughs> like uh, backstage and everywhere. So both of us refused to wrestle for uh, almost a year because they wouldn't let us fight each other. Right. And the reason for that was because she's uh, transgender.
1: Right. And-,
2: um, and so she's the only... Um, transgender female wrestler in Europe, actually, mm. uh, Jessica Love. So, um, so we had to fight to get that, and that's not an intergender match. It's just a, you know, it's just a women's match. But the people uh, who were making the decisions didn't see it that way, and that was so, so transphobic and and horrible. Um, but we we finally got that match. We did our feud, and I think after after we did that feud we kind of put the females where where the guys are. And so that's how we kind of broke broke the barrier and got the after that feud we started um wrestling with guys and, and everyone. And now we have the biggest we have the biggest female roster in the Nordic country's history at the moment. So yeah, it's been a long road. <laughs>
1: It's incredible. Like when people talk about you know women's wrestling and the pioneers of women's wrestling, people usually talk about you know stars like Charlotte and Sasha Banks and you know Bailey, but people don't really you know get to know about the unsung heroes like yourself, who are the true pioneers. You know, doing something oh. like that, <laughs> you basically paved the way for so many transgender wrestlers in Finland and in Europe. It's incredible.
2: Um we did we did a lot of work with Jessica with that, and um, and I think there are so many like women in the Indies that have done so much for women wrestlers, but um, of course, when the WWE does it, it,'s then everyone is going to see it, and that's why it was so important that they did.
1: That's true. So, uh, you talk about you talking about transgender wrestling, there is a lot of debate going on in the wrestling community. You know, some fans are for it, some fans are against it, especially because of what AEW is doing with Nyla Rose. Uh, what do you right. have to say to the critics about that?
2: Uh, do you mean about transgender women wrestling with women? Right. <laughs> is that right. the question? That um, well, they're women, so <laughs> I mean... If if we had Nyla Rose, who is a transgender woman, she's a woman. She's gonna wrestle with women. Um, so that's incredibly transphobic. That people have not let that happen before. Um, but saying that, I don't think gender should matter in wrestling. Um, I mean, I'm a f- proud female wrestler, and I don't I don't mind when people say that I'm female wrestler. That's what I identify as, but. Um, I don't think gender should be in a way of storyline, for example. So I think men, women, non-binary, everyone should be able to work storylines together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I can agree to that because if you look at wrestling, it is kind of a performance art and uh yes it should not be well you're correct i agree to you, with you uh so do you think that there should be a unisex title like there sh- they should stop the whole tradition of having different titles for men and women and there should be just one title for all
2: i mean that's an interesting thought mm, that that could be a possibility but i don't think it's harmful to have a women's title or or like a main title but Mm, I think it, it, there sh- there could be a unisex title as well, and I think some promotions could have only unisex titles, like uh, we do in FCF Wrestling. It's really? like all of our or tournaments and 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 our all of our titles are unisex. Really? So, yes.
1: Incredible! It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I have heard that you're also a fan of the drag culture. Can you tell us? Something? I am. <laughs> um.
2: Well, I mean. I think it's very basic to a lot of um, women and people uh, around the world. Uh, I found RuPaul and RuPaul's track Race on Netflix and I got hooked and I've, I've watched everything I can find on them. Um, right. And I just take so much inspiration from that because um, they're all characters and there's so much like wrestling gimmicks. Um, so there's a lot you can kind of take to your your own characters your own pro, own promos for example mm-hmm. um so yeah i i love track
1: <laughs> so uh there is this promotion in uh, new york it's called a matter of pride and it is all about you know like lgbt community and lgbt wrestlers it's pretty cool they also have you know drag uh, community in their wrestling it's a very cool promotion would you ever like to be a promotion
2: awesome. i mean i would i would love to be but i'm not I don't belong in that community. I'm just an ally, but I mean, of course, if they want me there or um, at least I would, I have to see one of their shows sometime. That sounds awesome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So speaking of New York City, uh, you were there Mm -hmm. at WrestleMania 35 when the women main evented the show.
2: I was, yes.
1: How how was your experience? What did you feel?
2: I think I cried during the whole show. It was so emotional and like today I was watching the evolution of women in WWE right. uh from the past 5 years. Um I keep rewatching them and I still get the chills and I still get emotional cuz it's been when I was a when I was a kid and I was watching WWE, um I didn't have that kind of representation. Right. So um it's just incredible seeing seeing where they they have gone and yeah wrestlemania 35 i mean of course i had to be there for the first ever women's main event nice. um and i also got to see beth phoenix who is like a huge idol for me as well so um yeah and kofi mania also like that was just just i think it was an incredible mania to be a part of
1: WrestleMania 35 was really incredible. I was there as well, but uh, it oh. so happened that I was sitting in the section where they had the employees. And honestly, yeah. that sucked, because when you're sitting with the employees, they're not fans, they're just employees. Right. And you don't really yeah. get to cheer or, you know, I mean, I was sitting right. on the floor, but it was a horrible experience because you don't really get to be <laughs> fans. It was like, I'm sitting at home with no fans around me. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania 34 is truly really magical. You know, we saw Batista's, Batista's last match and all that stuff.
2: Yes, I love Batista as well. I can't believe I forgot to mention him. Sorry.
1: <laughs> but who is your favorite WWE superstar of the current generation?
2: Uh, Charlotte Flair. Absol- absolutely. She's, I think she's the best rest- wrestler in the world right now. She's, she's amazing, un- like unbelievable incredible
1: i mean she's done everything. she's so
2: precise and so detailed i i i can't even
1: <laughs> that is true so uh, would you like to wrestle charlotte flair in the wwe i mean i think that's an obvious question but uh
2: would kind you of, kind of um yeah. of course I, I would have to say yes if that opportunity ever presented itself but i also believe in not meeting your heroes so <laughs> i think that's why I asked <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kind of kind of I also enjoy just um, watching her from afar and she can be that idol for me.
1: You know it's very funny because at the start of the interview you mentioned one thing about the people of Finland is that they're very humble and the more we talk yes. the more I can see that. <laughs> <You're> very, <laughs> <you're> very kind <laughs>
2: so, yeah.
1: <Thank> you. <laughs> Apart from, uh, you know, wrestling and all that stuff, do you have some other interests? Because for me, I'm a very boring guy. I love wrestling. And that's about it. <laughs> <What> about <you? laughs>
2: I mean, I feel like um, wrestling is really what defines my personality and my um, life, m- like, mostly. Right. Um, but, but I do try to, like, find inspiration from other things as well for wrestling so I think uh, everything is kind of connected to it but actually um, my newest obsession that I have had for the past year is um, the Wicca culture and paganism Mm -hmm. so I've been trying to learn witchcraft Um, that's I actually last night I like ordered some new stuff for my altar and
1: (laughs) really (laughs) Oh, yes. asked that question. I was expecting something like, "Oh, I love you know watching Netflix. I love you know cooking." I did not expect witch. <laughs> that is wow.
2: Yeah, I'm also a witch. <laughs> that is
1: wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, can you tell me a little <laughs> more about it? How does it work?
2: <laughs> well, I'm I'm very new to it. So, um, like I said, like only for a bit over a year. um, but it's i've been reading reading so much about it and building my altar and i would say i'm like a secular witch so i don't i don't um pray to any gods for example i only it's it's very much about just appreciating nature and appreciating the earth um and being mindful in in everything you do in life so i think that's that was very helpful for me to kind of find something to calm my brain out you know calm my brain down so yeah wow. that's just that's kind of it's it's very close to meditating but it's about it's a lot of spells and such as well
1: <laughs> But, but uh, you don't hate muggles do you
2: <laughs> I mean I don't hate is a strong word
1: <laughs> okay. okay, all right. <laughs> I see where you're going with that okay you know what maybe you should uh, teach me something about witchcraft because I've always been in fruit but I've also been scared yeah. So maybe, you yeah.
2: know,
1: maybe after some master of witchcraft, yeah. tell me a little about it. Get yeah. me into yeah, it. Yeah,
2: we'll, yes, we'll arrange something.
1: <laughs> All right, let's do gears and let's go back to your childhood, more innocent part of your life. Let's talk about your childhood. How was it growing up? What were you into? Were you into wrestling or were you into, you know, Harry Potter or something? I think you were into both, but tell me.
2: <laughs> yes exactly into both yeah um well i found wrestling when i was 10 so it's been really a big part of my life for almost as long as i can remember um but i also did uh, i played basketball when i was i started when i was five years old and i played until i started i did love harry harry potter i read the books twice i read them in finnish and in english
0: okay um
2: it's very different kind of experience because also the the translator of for the books was very she was um great. Like she's it's a very it's it's a bit of a different world when you read it in the, in that different language. Okay. Um and and yeah, listening to Michael Jackson, I think that, that was so
1: <laughs> I love Michael Jackson. Oh god. I love Me Michael Jackson so much.
2: Oh uh, yes.
1: Okay. Um, I I just got goosebumps because I can relate so much with you. The only thing I'm not a wrestler, but wow. So,
2: (laughs) Very
1: cool. so uh, growing up, uh, did you imagine yourself, you know, becoming a wrestler when you grow up, uh, when you were a child? Did you ever imagine that a wrestler, um, you know, a singer or a witch? What would have been the most, you know, like (laughs) that? Okay, this is what I'm going to be. What was in your mind that time? Or did you not think of anything?
2: I, I was going to be a wrestler. I never thought of any other career path or anything. Like, even when they asked asked us in 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 school what we're going to be, I was always just going to be a wrestler. I never made any other plans <laughs> or anything. So, um, yeah, I just i I decided that I wanted to be a wrestler, and I um I think I've said it this before as well. But I'm uh, there wasn't wrestling in Finland. The, when when I was a kid, um, I found it when I was around 16 years old or something. But before that, I always thought that I would have to move to Canada to become a wrestler. So I was like just waiting for my 18th birthday to <laughs> get <laughs> the hell out <laughs> and start wrestling. But I didn't have to do that. I got to start here. So
1: you did not even start. Did not only start, but you also built it somehow. I mean, you created a. big... Yeah,
2: I mean that was that was not my plan at first i kind of just um it was a very selfish approach for me when i started because i just only saw like my my myself and how i wanted to be a better wrestler and where i wanted to be or uh, where where i wanted to go um but then i think and also also the the <laughs> um, promotion here in Finland and the culture around it, it wasn't very, uh, it wasn't something that I really was that eager to be a part of anyway. So it was only until we started to slowly make the change and now we, we're we totally different promotion than we were then. So I think kind of like when when the development was happening, is when I kind of started making like an emotional connection to the promotion itself, and then to the other wrestlers and and how how it worked, and then I started to build the women's division as well, and now they're all my babies.
1: <laughs> Beautiful, incredible. So <laughs> since uh, you know since the very beginning, you knew that you were going to be a wrestler. So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that you actually announced to your family that hey this is what I'm gonna purse you as my career. Was there any surprise mm-hmm. or they were like, ah we knew it.
2: <laughs> they knew it, yeah. I've been performing my whole life like doing just random performances for my family. I did it with my sister and my my cousin, but yeah I don't think it was too much of a surprise because that's all I ever talked about and all I ever did. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah there was no pushback. <laughs>
1: I must be very proud of all that you've achieved and that all that you're gonna achieve. Um, it's incredible. It really brings a tear to my eye. Like your story is really something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. And also my mom is my biggest my biggest fan. She has seen all of my matches that I've had in Finland and she's always there and she's always buying my merchandise and I'm like oh she's she's great
1: that's beautiful so uh when before you finally made your wrestling debut how long ago did you start training for it
2: um i trained for about 9 nine or 10 months before i had my debut okay so um yeah i mean it wasn't easy for me cuz i've done a lot of different kind of sports in my life but wrestling is the hardest by far the hardest sport i've ever done and it's not even just a sport so that's the tricky part um so kind of physically learning how to wrestle and and understand the match structure and understand the characters and the storytelling and the crowd interaction and everything it felt like after after the first nine months of training and then i'm gonna get my debut i was still i i felt like i understood nothing (laughs) of wrestling so and also even 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 though i had been watching wrestling my whole life right uh, it's so it's so different when you have to look at it from the creating aspect
1: absolutely So yeah so uh did you ever you know while training did you ever have second thoughts
2: no and i think that's because i just decided it's what i'm gonna do so i i sucked i completely sucked for the first couple of years of my career um and of course i was hurt all the time not injured but you know just in pain all the time um but no i just never thought of anything like i never thought i even had a choice (laughs) so so yeah
1: whenever you criticize yourself i you know it keeps reminding me that okay this is a person from finland that i'm talking to very very often.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i've been watching like um uh, rest, the different wrestlers interviews and they the, the way they talk about their matches and stuff it's so so yeah. weird to hear cuz whenever someone asks about my matches i always say they were bad or yeah. At maximum, they were okay. But like, I don't think I've ever done anything good <laughs> in wrestling.
1: <laughs> you know, now I don't believe you. You said that it's a Finnish thing to be so humble, but I think it's just your thing. Like, who can be so humble? I've never seen anyone so humble.
2: Honestly, it's a Finnish thing. If you, I mean, we have some <laughs> some weird people who don't do this, but it's it's a very cultural thing. Believe me,
1: you know, it kind of reminds me of a, a quote from Steve Jobs and he once said that, you know, stay foolish and stay hungry. And that's what I can see yeah. a lot. Very hungry for more for more success, to be better. And that's incredible. Actually. Yeah. You know, uh, when people look at wrestlers, uh, they see this glamour and they see the lights, the camera, the action, but they don't really realize how hard it can be to be a wrestler and how the life isn't always very luxurious. So uh, mm-hmm. can you tell us something, you know, before the pandemic, how was your schedule? How busy was it? Did you uh is like wrestling your main thing? Your training in wrestling, or did you also do another job on the side?
2: Yeah, we we can support ourselves with wrestling in Finland. It's it's not possible. So we all have jobs on the side. Um, so basically we do um a regular eight-hour day and on top of that, we do the training, we do the matches, we do the storylines we have to develop, develop, develop mm-hmm. sorry English not good um uh, our own characters and and everything um right. and on top of that, I'm also running the promotion uh with a couple of guys here, so um there's a lot of you know um work around the the venues and the shows and everything. I'm also the head trainer in Finland, so in FCF Wrestling, so, so I'm coaching a lot and I'm training a lot. So um I mean I wish I got paid for doing all this. I'd be rich. <laughs> but yeah, it, it doesn't pay well in, in Finland. Um but I, I mean we're we're getting we're getting better. So I think maybe there is a future where people can get paid better here for wrestling.
1: So, uh, you know, the future is there for Finnish wrestling, for sure. But mm-hmm. what, what do you think your future is? What, what promotion, I'll be specific, what promotion is on your radar right now? You know, if we talk about major promotions, there's, of course, WWE in the U.S., then there's UK mm-hmm. NXT, there's NJPW, AEW, and so many mm-hmm. more promotions which one is the next on your radar?
2: Um, actually, next on my radar is Pro Wrestling Eve in okay. London. It's okay. an all-women's um, promotion. Hmm. And, and I think after that, I would love to get an opportunity to go for Shimmer. Oh, so you- I think, yeah, those two are my like next um the, the i shimer has been uh, on my radar w- since i started um pro wrestling eve is actually quite new to me i've been only watching them for like 2 years but um yeah i mean i'm very interested in female wrestling right now and then just um visiting all the all female training camps all female um promotions and such
1: Right. So, uh, you know, going back to the training part, and uh, I'm going to ask you about uh, your signature move, you know, one of your signature move, I believe is the punt kick. Yes. How long did it take for you to practice it? I know that it can get very dangerous. That move in particular, can be very risky. Yeah. How long, it can. how long did it take for you, you know, to actually expertise, you know, on that move?
2: Uh, yeah, it, it took quite, quite a while. Um, um i actually because i have a martial arts background as well i did kickboxing for four years before i started wrestling so um i was very careful with all my strikes when i started i was very like um nervous about hurting people um i don't have that anymore <laughs> i'm not nervous about that um but yeah because of that i i'm very careful with the with the kicks and such but um but also, like I'm used to, used to controlling my body. So I that was kind of like um, I knew I wanted to have the punt kick. It was just a matter of when I'm when I can do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, of course, there's still um, accidents happen. Someone is feeding a bit wrong or you know, whatever. So it sometimes it hurts. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) lie.
1: I can already tell that you are a very safe worker, but have you ever come across somebody who was not so safe in the ring?
2: Yes. Do you want me to name names? (laughs) (laughs) Is this the time?
1: (laughs) You know, I'm sure you don't want any heat. So I'm not going to ask you to name names, but, uh, how do you deal with you know an unsafe worker do you also like be, um like you know give them a taste of their own medicine or what
2: i i've only come across with one unsafe worker in my career and it was i think it was around 2016 so i had only been wrestling for a um, year um okay so i didn't know what to do really um I tried to give her like a receipt, like, okay, that was a bit too, too rough, but then she just kind of hit me back even harder. And yeah, I had, um, I don't know how, what the word is in English, but she, I was all bruised up everywhere. My, my face was bruised and my chest was bruised um, and both the kind of the muscles of my jaw were. That's hard yeah, cause I can't, I don't know the words in English now, but because they are protecting the the bone, they will yeah. kind of go to the this kind of like a stiff mode, which kind of makes them very, it ma- yeah. makes it very painful. But gladly, I got not, I didn't have any broken bones, even though she kicked me right in the teeth and and everything. It was horrible. It was not a good match. It was not a good match. Um Wow. But yeah, but she, uh, I've noticed that she's still working a lot and then I just sometimes I just see pictures of her opponents also very bruised and I I don't understand how she gets the work, but I mean, I kind of, I understand why, but I don't think it's fair.
1: But people like that are not going to go too far in the wrestling business, I believe.
2: No, no.
1: That's that's sad. I mean, I'm pretty sure she takes yeah. up her frustration in the ring.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. probably. And maybe she just wasn't trained properly. So I don't know.
1: So uh, uh since you of course, you know, you must have grown a lot since the first time you competed in the ring and now. What changes mm-hmm. do you do in yourself, you know, all the in all these five years?
2: Well, of course I'm a lot more confident now. Right. Um and basically when i when i from my first match i've always been um creating my own matches so i've always been the one uh, scripting them scripting the matches as well so um it didn't take long that i started to lead in my matches as well and i think just in the past 2 years i've kind of taken that role that I'm kind of always the leader, or at least um, either I'm the leader or it's a fifty-fifty match. Let's say, let's say that. Um, but yeah, I think the confidence and the uh, finding the character and you, finding my voice, my voice in the ring, in in my promos and everything. So, because I think I was very um, quiet and I tried to keep it quite realistic when i started and now i don't do that i'm very uh, very much a cartoon character villain more so um i enjoy that so yeah i think everything has changed when i when i started but um yeah i think finding my own own voice would be the most important it's
1: incredible i mean just five years of you know experience and you already do so much it's it's beyond incredible you know, I came across a, a post on your Instagram, which was, a, I believe, there was a series called "I Am Also" series, where yeah. uh, said that I am also an advocate. But you know, after this interview, I have this feeling that it, it's it's an understatement. You're an advocate. You are a match producer, as you say. You are a wrestler. You are a true warrior. <laughs> so much more, <laughs> of course, of <a> which, <laughs> which we're yeah. on not- <laughs> I'm, I'm going to apologize if I'm like acting like a total fanboy, but you're incredible.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, It's so hard taking uh, any compliments, so I'm just awkwardly <laughs> laughing.
1: <laughs> so, you know, uh, talking about fanboys, I'm going to talk about fanboying over wrestling. As a kid, yep. the fact that I loved about wrestling were its entrances and its music and the glamour. I loved yes. it what is your favorite part about wrestling is it the scripting is it the you know because you do a lot more than just wrestling you're working backstage yeah. you're working in front of the camera you're working you know you doing the entrances cutting promos what is your favorite part
2: i do love the entrances as well <laughs> i love i love the characters and i love the larger than life thing that is wrestling so I think that would be my most important. I'm very concentrated on my aesthetics as well. I love the that my makeup is on point, my hair is on point, my like everything has to be sparkly and on, on point. Um, but yeah, I think I think the characters and 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 the stories that's the most important thing in wrestling.
1: It's very, very cool. And speaking of character, I mean, during this interview, I can tell that you're a total baby face. But what? You, <laughs> but, but I know that you can also be a very, very good heel. I can just tell. So, what do you like to play, a heel or a baby face?
2: I've I've loved working heel. Now I've been heel for the past three years. Um, I feel I can I I can express myself more. I have more freedom. Um, working as a heel Um, but also I've been all I've only been babyface when I started so the whole start of my career was very awkward I think everyone's beginning of their careers is awkward but that's the only time I've been face so I think if I had to do a turn I would be a better babyface now than I was then but yeah I I enjoy I enjoy the heel work too much to make a turn
1: (laughs) Pretty sure that fans are gonna love you as a heel. I'm sure that they do. I can tell you're gonna be a great heel, but uh, yeah. it's hard being a heel when you're a baby face in real life. Because I know you're a baby face in real life. Like you can't break the character anymore. You've already broken it. So
2: <laughs> uh, it's it's actually super easy. It's barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
2: I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean I I feel like the heel character is closer yeah. to my own pers- persona but now that I've been doing a lot of the activism and, and and a lot of the building up the women's division and building up other other uh wrestlers I feel I feel that people might actually um take me in as a babyface now as well but um right. but yeah I I think uh, he, being heel is more natural. So yeah.
1: you, were, you brought up the women's division and that brings the question about the speaking out movement that was, you know, you, you must be aware of it. Uh, it was, yes. so what do you think? So the US and UK, we came to know a lot about what's going on in the industry. What do you think about Finland? Is uh, Finland, uh, you know, wrestling industry safer for women as its counterparts?
2: Mm, now it is, it wasn't before.
0: Really?
2: Um, but in the the work that we have done in FCF wrestling is incredible. We have made it safer for all genders and um, sexualities and races and and you know we we try to keep it as inclusive and as feministic as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's it's been a long long process because it's very against a lot of like old school wrestling habits. So um it's been a long road and and there's still a lot of work work ahead but sure. but yeah I think um um the speaking out movement has been um very necessary.
1: Absolutely. Uh so of course in Finland uh wrestlers are treated equally and that's a beautiful thing but as a as a fan as a viewer of you know wrestling uh, Especially like if you talk about WWE specifically, these days they have, you know, women wrestlers from all over the world. They have uh, Japanese wrestlers. They have, you know, people from all over the world. They have people from uh, different races, different sizes, everything. But do you, as a fan, do you feel that they actually treat all the women equally in the WWE?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, no they do not. Um I love that there's um like I said when I started watching wrestling it was just one type of a uh, woman presented. Yeah. Just just the one type. True. Um so the diversity that they they have now is incredible. Um but I would hope to hope to see more different sizes of women and more more um women of color. Being uh, champions, for example, Um, so I think there's still there's still work to do, but they are. I think they are going into the right direction. I hope they keep keep up the good work.
1: I honestly not stop. Honestly, I for myself, I feel like WWE is in such a position where sometimes they are forced to do things that they don't want to do, and when they do it, they don't really do it to the fullest. And I can talk about yeah. so many things. I can talk about, uh, you know, the Saudi Arabia deal. I can talk about, you know, the, of course, I I I hate what they did with the Black Wednesday. I can talk about the masks. I don't know yes. why I want the fans to wear the masks, but there are a few things about WWE that does not make it the best promotion in the world right now. What, according yeah. to you, is the best promotion out there at the moment? Like the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, if there is any.
2: I mean, I, I hate to say it's still WWE because they have the biggest fan base. They have the biggest following, so that's why whatever they do, uh, that's kind of what wrestling is in the world. True.
1: Unfortunately.
2: Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but I would. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I that's it's it's not the product that I enjoy myself most, but I do think they still hold the right the number one spot there you're
1: right yeah so um as we're nearing the end of the interview i'm gonna make a little little fun all right (laughs) since you've been wrestling five years i'm gonna ask you a rapid fire round and i'm gonna ask you five questions and they're gonna be based on number five all right so okay ready okay (laughs) number one
2: question
1: (laughs) five reasons you love wrestling
2: Um, Characters, aesthetics, uh, storylines, physicality, interaction.
1: Okay. Five things you would like to change in the current wrestling environment.
2: Mm. Sexism, uh, transphobia, homophobia, racism, and um, that's my ultimate four, I'm sorry. I can't find the fifth.
1: I'm going to come up with the fifth one right after this uh, rhyme. Five countries you would love to wrestle in.
2: Ooh. um, Okay. Uh, USA, Japan, Norway, (laughs) Germany,
1: Uh
2: and uh, Mexico.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Five matches, match types that you would like to try
2: mm, Hell in a Cell. Oh, okay. Um, submission match, mm. Hardcore match. Wow. Um, last man standing. Mm. And, 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 hmm. Mm. Iron Man.
1: Iron Man, wow. A 60-minute Iron Man match.
2: Cool. Sure.
1: <laughs> Interesting. And, okay, the last question. If you had five wishes, what would they be?
2: Five what? Sorry? Five wishes. Five wishes, okay. Um, I would wish uh, health for my family. I would wish um this is very hard cuz that's that's like the most noble wish i can come up with and the next ones are like i wish for new shoes <laughs> 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 and um i wish for more women uh in power um i wish for a new president for united states oh, okay. i wish for Um, more happy cats in the world and I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that I could do a moonsault one day. I'm sure you will, I'm sure you will. I'm not sure of it at all.
1: (laughs) Of course, you've come out, you have done so much, you've changed the landscape of wrestling in Finland, you've literally changed the whole know way that the wrestling happened in the country and wound salt is not so of course you can do it <laughs> pretty sure about it <laughs> well these were all great wishes and uh so you brought you said you mentioned you know the things that you would like to change about the wrestling uh, environment yeah i'm gonna bring up the fifth one that's xenophobia i think that exists it's not out there yeah talk about it well look every time there's like a russian character or like an indian character in the wwe he's always a bad guy if he's not a bad guy he's portraying the stereotype i think that's ridiculous so
2: yeah
1: you know phobia
2: True. that's that's
1: the fifth i lied to you i'm a, I'm a little curious guy i said i'm gonna ask you five questions i'm gonna ask you one more the sixth question because <gasps> i'm very curious and i'll love to know yeah. more about you so uh If tomorrow you are offered a contract to be a career referee with one of the major promotions in the world, but the thing is that you would have to give up your in career for that, would you take that offer?
2: No, I'm not ready to give up my wrestling yet.
1: I'm proud of you. I knew that you would say that. I just had to ask. (laughs) brilliant answers brilliant answers so regina it was such a fun interview i do not want to end this i do not want to really but uh (laughs) anything that you would like to say to the fans that are listening to you right now and maybe your new fans because i'm sure after this interview many people are gonna like you
2: i mean gosh if you do like me then go give me a follow on social media everywhere i'm on facebook i'm on twitter and instagram at to Regina um and also follow our my my promotion FCF wrestling in social media um we're actually we're 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 a very interesting promotion like I said we're inclusive we're doing a feministic job uh work to to make this a better place for everyone so um I think you should you would be interested to see it
1: beautiful so um do you have any advice for any of the you know young ladies listening to this interview right now who are curious about wrestling, but they're not so sure? Do you have any advice for them?
2: I think you you just have to try it to know like if you're curious curious about how how the ring feels and if you can do it, just try it i mean you there's nothing to lose, and I know there are a lot of promotions that are you know, shit, and you do not want to go there. But there are also a lot of good ones that will actually teach you how to wrestle and be safe. So go give it a try, we need more women.
1: Beautiful, Regina, it was such a pleasure talking to you. You are truly incredible, you're, wow, there's so much to like about you, incredible. And I cannot, personally, I can't wait to see you on my TV screen, you know, soon. And I'm sure it's going to happen very, very soon.
2: Well, thank you so much. Wait, thank you wait, for having me.
1: Wait, 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 wait. I'm a curious guy. So I'm going to ask you one more question
2: yeah?
1: Okay. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. Uh, you know, you brought up witchcraft. Do you ever, you know, want to include that into your wrestling gimmick?
2: I mean, I did that a little bit. I'm, I actually, I had a, Feud with a guy named uh oh yeah, actually a feud with the tag team with Yami Aldo and make smooth. they were the smooth and stone connection um so i what I did I started to haunt one of the guys, <laughs> so I would um kinda uh appear in his apartment in different wow. scenarios, and you know my laugh would just echo around and yeah you know, right. yeah, I did that a little bit but but now we have the uh a witch female witch in our uh, roster, at Pandora. So I'm not going to step okay. on her, her toes. I'm just going to keep on being the queen.
1: Are you going to use your witchcraft on her so she just, you know, disappears? Like in reality? No,
2: because we need, we need more women. So okay. I will not. And she's, she's my sister witch. So okay. she can have it.
1: <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> Regina, we have to do an interview soon purely about the witchcraft and the art of witchcraft. I'm very... <laughs> So you have to promise me that interview, yeah?
2: <laughs> I can promise you, but I, like I said, I'm just a novice. I don't, I'm not.
1: That is fine. I, I
2: yeah. I
1: <laughs> tell me something like you know you can make me John Cena tomorrow. I'll probably believe it. So yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sure, sure. Let's Regina, do it. Thank
1: you. Regina, it was such a pleasure. This is probably one of my best interviews. It was like, I couldn't stop laughing. Thank you so much. You're incredible. And I cannot wait to see you on the television. Thank you.
2: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. And this
0: brings us to the end of episode five, featuring the icy wrestling queen of Finland, Regina Rusendahl. Don't forget to follow Regina on social media, her username is at Regina. And don't forget to tune in to the wrestling show next Tuesday and every Tuesday after next Tuesday And as we will bring to you more stories from wrestling stars and talent all across the globe. Thank you so much and if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. And we will see you next week.